Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! My daddy's winger is big as a Coke can. Cool story, bro. Hey, genius, it's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. Marty, why are you shaking like that? PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Riley. I got a boner right now. Richard Mulligan. Our listeners probably want to hear more about this rat coat. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host... And best friend, Josh Brawley. Say hey, Josh. Well, that's a little better from last week, but it wasn't as a in best friend, but I'll take it. What's up, man? How are you doing? I got bronchitis. Still. Still. <laughs> you need to go to the doctor again then. Yeah. It's been too long. Well, if you're listening to this, it is 311 day here at P3 Radio, March the 11th. And I feel like we should come back from break to a 311 song. Mm. Did, okay. you ever, did you like 311? Yeah, some a little bit, like not enough to buy a shirt or buy an album or anything. I, my uh, f the man moment that never happened that we were planning on doing. So when we were in middle school, 311 was really big and popular, right? Yeah. Well, when I was in like you would have been in first grade, first year, first grade, first grade. <laughs> I was in first grade. <laughs> you really really learned the complexities of that flux capacitor really early in life and you went back to first grade when I was in middle school but no you would have been in your first year of high school but uh, I remember we did this this thing we were going to do a um, talent show my eighth grade year (laughs) and what do you think our talent was going to be Oh, wrestling. Yeah, that's all it was going to be it was like me we had had it set up we were going to put these mats in the middle of the floor and it was going to be a spectacle man at one point or another, we were going to do this thing where two guys came out that were friends of ours. And, you know, we, we were very anti-Hogan at the time, too, because, you know, we liked the NWO. We just hated Hogan, uh, which is odd. But uh, we, we were going to put them in trash bags with NWO painted on it, and they were going to come out and rip them off like Hogan, and we were going to give them stunners and all this other stuff. Well, about two weeks before the talent show, the assistant principal – comes on the radio and says no one was allowed to wear 311 uh, outfits or shirts or necklaces or anything like that because, in his opinion, 311 was a hate group. And here's why. And somebody had to break it down for me because I looked at them just like you looked at me. What's the 11th letter in the in the alphabet? Go ahead. I'll wait. Count them out. Go ahead. Count them out. As you're, you can do it in, out loud. Do them out loud. Okay. Yes. So what are three elevens? Oh my. Yeah. So they were using the Knights and Satan service logic on this one with KISS. <laughs> they were using the A C D C Yeah, against Christ Devil's Child. Right. But do you know what <laughs> that really was talking about? What? Think about it. Voltage. A C D C. Yeah, A C D You yeah. get it. The lead singer wore a dress. <laughs> Come on. Either way. <laughs> Anyways, so he was like, yeah, nobody's allowed to wear 311 gear or any outfits or anything like that for the rest of the year. And this was like, I a, remember something about that now. 
Yeah. But if you know anything about 311, They're you know that's <laughs> right. That's that's a code in the California penal uh, the, the way they call it out on the radio, wherever right. city they were in, wherever they're from, for uh, I think it's public nudity or something, <laughs> right? Some it, kind of shit like that. It was a ten code, is what they call it. Like, uh, uh, we got three eleven in progress over yeah. here on Beekman Street and Beekman. It's world. either public indecent in exposure or some right. kind of shit like that. It's nothing to do with hate at all. Type it in and look it up while I tell the rest of the story. What the three eleven code is. Um, but yeah, he, he thought it was, you know, a KKK thing. So no one was allowed to wear it, you know, the rest of the year, which pissed a lot of people off. Well, my entire, my anti-establishment self was going to be uh, doing my theme music as 311. I was going to come out to, uh, um, what was that song? Uh, come Original. I was gonna, that was going to be my entrance theme. And that was going to be like, oh, yeah, this is how we'll get them. And everybody will like it. It'll get a huge pop because it's 311. <laughs> it has no. Oh, my God. I was. Oh. So maybe Holy was... <laughs> shit, Richard. What did we just pull up? The 311 code. Tell us what that is. I was way off. So 314 is indecent exposure. Which you would think. A 3748 illegal dumping. A 390 is what you were in your front yard a few weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> but What's th- that 311? <laughs> 311 is child pornography. And that is the California Code. Okie dokie. Are man. you sure that was what it was supposed to stand for? You look at these letters Hold I on. just Googled. Go down to three. What Say, uh, what did the band 311's name? Was it, was it supposed to mean? Oh, man, God. I would have been... You wouldn't have played that. Wrong, <laughs> yeah, you, supporting the wrong battle. You would be issuing an apology statement. <laughs> and then we were like, we I would have came out and been like, I don't support your anti-views on 311 because you think it means KKK. And they're like, no, we don't think it. It's a child pornography code. <laughs> oh, I am terribly I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I, I did not expect I probably would have done one of those. Do what now? <laughs> Do what now? Mm, say what? Huh? huh? Uh, 311's first independent release. Oh, we don't care about that. We want to know where they got their name from. Um, 311. It's a band from Omaha, Nebraska. What? I didn't even... I thought they were from, like, California. California. The band was formed in 1988 by vocalist and guitarist Nick Hexum, lead guitarist Jim Watson, a member briefly before being replaced by Tim Mahoney in 1990. Here we go. Here we go. The band's... The band's name originates from the police code for a decent exposure in Omaha, Nebraska. Look that Ooh, up. Thank Look that God. Up. Look up indecent exposure code in Omaha, Nebraska and see what comes After up. the original guitarist for the band was arrested <laughs> for streaking. So he was 311 in, in Omaha, Nebraska. You ought to look that up because okay. it would be horrible if that, that wasn't the thing in Omaha, Nebraska anymore. It's all the same police codes same. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, just go down one to this little... And then just say Omaha, Nebraska. Because, yeah, that would have been... <laughs> yeah, we don't support it because of this. Like, do what now? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, sorry I came out to that and everyone cheered. <laughs> Anyways, the whole the whole talent show didn't even take place because they ended up canceling it because they were going to do it as like a thing. And then I think we had too many snow days that year. And they were like, oh, we can't do the talent show. And 
yada, yada, yada. So the whole thing got scrapped, but I remember that was going to be my big thing. Was See, these Omaha people don't have a list like California does. So Yeah. Wait, there we go. Fact check. How 311 got his name, Snopes. 311 is an Omaha, Omaha police code for indecent exposure. Okay. So it's a different code in Omaha than it is in California. Wow. I, I, I really thought I was <laughs> playing the asshole there for a minute because, <laughs> God almighty, uh, that was like an extreme dip from what I th- Yeah, that would have been a, a major jump. Wow. It's like all this time no one knew that that's what they supported. I had like half a chub before we had this show going, and I am just oh, thank God, turtle-headed. Before, I think I was gonna say thank I'm, God you said before this right, show. I'm talking about uh, up uh, in the body. It's it's <laughs> it's it's hiding at this point. Yeah, that would have been kind of <sighs> one of those. No, we didn't. It wasn't a KKK thing, you dumbass. <laughs> Do what now? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I need uh, to apologize. You on two different fronts. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I disobeyed your orders because I thought they were stupid and they were all uninformed, idiotic adults making these decisions. But then it turns out you were pretty much right <laughs> on a different level. Yeah, they're all bad people. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't bunch them in the same class, but they're all bad people. <laughs> oh, no, Jesus. bunch them in the same class. Maybe they'll kill each other. That'd be good. Yeah. KKK Get all the KKK and people and the child perverts in one, let them fight to the one island somewhere and just let them fight it out. You know, like a death race, but like a... I think they kind of did that on like that Steve Austin movie. You don't remember that Steve Austin movie where it was like The Condemned? I never watched it, it to be honest It wasn't that bad, actually. It was a pretty good movie. It was basically they just get all these uh, people from different prisons and put them on an island, and whoever's left alive uh, gets to walk free. Would you support that? I, I know I would. Like if I would they want got, them to walk free. I'm talking about all of the uh, child sex predators in our prison systems. Move them all to like uh, an island somewhere, somewhere far away. Yeah, and then make a spectacle of it. Like let them kill each other. Or Ooh, what if whoever's did- the final pet predator will get to walk. And then make a big like to do about. Oh, we're gonna set him free. He's coming back tomorrow. And then shoot him in the fucking head before he boards the plane. Kind of like a petter ass death camp. Yeah. But play it as a one of you is going to leave. So, the winner. so your idea would be like just just the people who done stuff to kids and call it like Petteras yeah. Petter Island or something. Per, yeah, Petteras Island. <laughs> That's perfect. And oh, they could do a celebrity edition with R. Kelly and Jared from yeah. Subway. And we'll and we'll leave like weapons, harpoons, and shit yeah. that they could you know possibly eat with for a few days because it may not take all you know all of a day to kill each other. So you Petteras know. Island and then Petteras Island, the celebrity edition. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Maybe we, only like 10 celebrities yeah. in the edition. Gary Glitter. There was um, that one asshole from Lost Prophets. Yeah. What was the guy's name that got, he was part of like a band that got like busted. Lost Prophets. No, 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 no. He, he got busted with all this like information. And when they asked him about it, he's like, no, 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 I'm doing a book. I'm doing a book on this. I'm, I'm not sure on which one that is. I can't remember who it was, but he said he was writing a book and he got out of it, but he never wrote the book. Right. So it's like, oh yeah, wonderful. Um, that took a turn. It did. Took a turn that yeah, I didn't fuck think. Fuck yeah. dude. Put them on an island. Yeah. Let them kill each. Other. I think we should just make Tell a TV them there's a show. contest and then just napalm the island. Well, you gotta have, get something out of it. Yeah. 
get the get the uh, watch them spectacle. scheming and everything, and then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> like tell them that in one of the trees, tree trunks, there's a fucking Uzi somewhere. Whoever yeah. get that, surely you can win. You know, yeah, <laughs> it'd be great. It'd be know. great. I, it's just, uh, it, uh, but they'd probably be fucking each other and then trying to keep. It just it, it'd be a mess. You couldn't put that on TV. No, I mean, I, I grant it had to be a like action pay-per-view or something or you can be like hbo original series well you know nowadays you can stream anything online yeah i guess i mean i was wouldn't you have to have a platform though could we get an rss feed for that no i mean i was watching a uh football game online yesterday that was just online that was the only place you could watch it it was one of these aaf football games oh the new league yeah i like it memphis has a pretty i mean they're they're struggling but i think they're starting to come back out of it but We'll see. But, yeah, it's it's a pretty good league. Now, but the anyways, rules of this league. It's different. It's a lot different. Like, there's no kickoffs. They start from the 25. Huh. Uh, there's no uh, onside kicks. Now, that rule, is that the safety rule because of um, the crash and all that? I guess it's a little bit safety, but it's a little bit just supposed to be different. Um, they don't have a kickoff to start, so they – there's no like changing out people. They just go straight out there and start playing football. Um, so they just put the ball in the 25 and they just go. Uh, the the play clock is like 35 seconds, but it goes as soon as the last play ends. So it's like the ball goes incomplete, start the clock. You got 35 seconds from now. So it makes the game go faster because you don't have people. So like, you don't spend five hours of your day watching right, one football game. Right. So it makes the game go faster now. They do have certain rules like this whole defensive uh, rule where you can't have more than five blitzers at a time, so you can't have more than five people rushing. Yeah, same, I hate that rule. I think if you if you wanted to, you should be able to blitz everybody. If you're willing to if sacrifice exactly. that chance, do it. <clears throat> but yeah, <clears throat> that's the only rule I know of. That's just weird. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, hold on. I just hold on. You can't I get got that bronchitis. There we go. <laughs> but no, they um. <laughs> Their uh, onside kick rule is you have like a fourth and 20 or something like that that you have to try to pick up. So, like, if you want to get the ball back, you start from, like, the, the 35 and you have, like, a fourth and 15 or a fourth and 20 that you have to pick up in order to keep the ball. And if you keep the ball, it's like getting the onside kick. Right. But if you miss it, they get it wherever you miss the try from. I could see where that would be presented – as a as a good chance on both both yeah. ends, kind of so like I, onside kick. I tell you, it's a lot more easier to pick up a fourth and fifteen than it is to get an onside kick. Sometimes, Man. I mean, how often do you see an onside kick recovered? Right, not and a lot, not a lot at all. I mean, a fourth and fifteen would be hard to pick up, but still, you you'd have a better shot at a fourth and fifteen than a than an onside kick. So, no, it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's different. I don't. I don't think they're ever going to be like an alternative. They're going to just be a spring league. They're that, not going to be a competitor. No, 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 no. They're just going to be a spring league. The only competitors they're going to have is against the XFL that starts next year. I think maybe it'd be a good place for guys that are trying to get back in the NFL or on their way out, and they're just trying to still have that football in their life. Well, that's that's pretty much what it is. The uh, The running back for the Memphis team – and the quarterback were both players in the in the NFL. Zach Mettenberger, who was part of the Titans team for a little while before we we got Mariota, and uh, Zach Stacy, who was part of the Rams and had an injury, and still a really good running back. So 
you do have you do have some players there that are just trying to get back in the league, and we'll see how that works out. I had seen on uh, my Yahoo feed that Johnny Manziel's girlfriend was. Um, my daughter's yelling for me downstairs. But his his girlfriend was what? Are you going to answer her? I will or? in a minute. I will. You She's can pause okay. it. It's okay. You can go be a dad. <laughs> but Johnny Menzel's girlfriend was what now? She was being accused of cheating for her half-mile run or record oh, yeah. half-mile run or whatever. I saw that. She, like, got into a car or something. <laughs> yeah. And, and because she was posing, like, she had won and all that. And she said that she legit won. And then I seen in the same article... Johnny Manziel is getting his shot at an AAW or whatever that league is called. (laughs) All American wrestling. What is it called? That ain't country. (laughs) You you automatically threw a W in it because you're a wrestling fan. (laughs) Right. AAF. AAF. Yes. Okay. The AAF is going to see him for a try. I don't know if it's a couple of teams. Well, it'll probably be the uh, Texas team, the San San Antonio team. So the way they do it is uh, wherever, whatever region you were played in, college football, they get first dibs at Ah. you. So what they did when they had their draft was they had everybody had their region of players. Yeah. And the way they did their draft, the first round, you could either protect a player or pull a player off of another team. So, like, first round, you could either pick somebody from another region, from somebody else's team, or you could say, hmm, I don't want anybody to get my quarterback. I'm protecting my quarterback. So nobody can draft my quarterback. Bam. So, um, but no, I mean, the Manziel's girlfriend thing was like, I think the last four miles that she averaged a four-minute mile for all four miles. (laughs) So it's like, how in the hell did that happen? (laughs) You, you averaged – oh, on the last four miles, you averaged a four-minute mile. I don't believe that shit at no, all. No, And I'm no. not even an exerciser Some, on that sounds level. Sounds like somebody got an Uber. Probably Manziel. <laughs> I don't know if that's her name. Her name is something uh, Greekish sounding or something. Greekish. Greekish. It's, Greekish it's, Manziel girlfriend. It's, her, her, her name's uh, Teo or Tia or Hey-o, something. Hey-o, Teo. There you go. <laughs> it is. My name is Stephanie. <laughs> is that a last name? <laughs> Something villa. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean that's just uh, that's crazy. I guess the best mile time I ever had was like seven fifteen, and that was booking it for me. It's like seven minutes and fifteen second mile. For me, that was that was killing it. All I got to do is watch a Carol Burnett episode, and then I'm ready to run <laughs> like a six-minute mile probably. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll reset. And I've got something I want to show you uh, on the martial arts side of the world. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. We'll look into that right after this. You're listening to P3 Radio. We'll be right back with more after these words from our sponsors. When you go shopping for wine, do you look at the labels? Do you stare at the price and wonder if the wine is worth the expensive tag? Well, stop it, because Wine of the Month Club has you covered. Every month, Wine of the Month Club is going to send you two bottles of high-quality wine right to your front door. 
And what better way to say I'm thinking of you than a subscription to the original Wine of the Month Club for a friend or a sweetheart. Each month they'll be reminded of your thoughtfulness and will receive the monthly wine letter and newsletter binder. Recipes, wine knowledge, and great wine, and the opportunity to get more of their favorites is at hand. Give with confidence and joy knowing that you're a part of the original Wine of the Month Club. By the way, there are no dues, no fees, no hidden charges. Cancel any time with no obligation. Just pay no more than $23.96 plus shipping for two great bottles of wine. Go there now. Sign up by visiting our link, tinyurl.com slash p3wine. That's tinyurl.com slash p3wine. The Wine of the Month Club, the original wine club since 1972. Welcome back to more P3 Radio. Got Josh's favorite band here. Mm-hmm. The big uh, enthusiast of their artwork. Good Christian boys. Thank God this doesn't stand for what we thought it stood for. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely would. They would be like the uh, background music of Pederast Island if that was the case. Uh, still can't believe they're from Nebraska. Just doesn't seem right. Good old corn boys. They don't look that way. When you think of Nebraska, I always think of overalls and fucking farm <laughs> girls and shit. Like I don't know, I don't know what Nebraska is, and that's that's a that's a flaw of mine. Do you? I mean, have, have you ever been? No, I've never been to Nebraska. When you think of Nebraska, what do you think of? Corn. I know that, but I mean, like the type of people probably. Don't get mad. I'm telling you, ask me my opinion. <laughs> when you type- think of Nebraska, what do you think of corn? I know that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm talking about like the type of people. Do you think it's just a bunch of assholes that look like 311, or do you think it's more on the farming side? No, I'm, yeah, more of the farmers. You know, not this. Definitely not this. Every time I hear this, though, I think of uh, uh, Sublime. That's kind of when the around the time that Sublime was getting popular. Well, nationally, I apparently, guess. like I remember, there was people that didn't like Three Eleven because they said that uh, Sublime said basically when they started getting a little popularity, they became assholes. Hmm. Well, I don't think Sublime were very vocal because didn't that Bradley Noel guy? He died like a few months before their big national Santeria. record was out. They had like two or three records before, but that was just more local or not national. Yeah, type. I mean, yeah, it was more of like a like a West Coast like right. type thing. Um, type in mucho gusto. You ever heard mucho gusto? I wouldn't even know how to begin to spell that. <laughs> much o. Type in mucho. Much o. Oh, and then gusto. You've heard mucho gusto before, haven't you? A lot at work. <laughs> but I'm still not sure what that means. Mucho gusto, Usaway. The Aquabats? No, it's going to be... Uh, you might want to type in Sublime. Here we go. Here's after. one. Sublime. This no, is it. That's not it. <laughs> that's not is this it. not it? That's not it. That looks it's, like a guy from Nebraska. No. <laughs> that, that does, for some reason, look like a guy from Nebraska. It does, doesn't it? That's why I clicked on this. Me gusta te... Me gusta tu... Gusta too from Manu Chao, Manu Chao, Manu Chao. There we go. There's nothing good that can come from this. Go ahead and just type in Sublime. 
What do you mean? There's nothing good that can Let's come from this. Let's keep it playing in the background There's while I do this. Nothing good that can come from this. <laughs> Just S-U-B-L-I-M-E. I like it, man. I'm going to go download it. <laughs> Illegally? There there it is. That's it, the first one. Caress me? Yeah, no. you've ever heard this? It's a very I've heard dirty this song. one, yeah. You've heard I this I didn't one? know what You the, told me you never heard it You before. said, have you ever heard of Mucho Gusto, not Caress Me Down? That's the name oh. of the song. <laughs> I, I thought everybody thought this song was I, Mucho Gusto. The only one that I ever got just entangled was Doing Time. I thought it was called Summertime, because they say that a lot, but it's Doing Time. Yeah. I remember hearing this in but, high school. Uh, yeah, we used to play this around the girls and stuff. <laughs> Who did? You know, little friends and stuff. Getting the truck. Me. And, oh, not you. me and you. Was, <laughs> we didn't really hang out with girls that much. I was gonna say. I was like, I don't think we ever really hung out with girls that much. I don't think Ron Jeremy was that horny though. He was always getting it. He always acted like he was struggling to get one up. <laughs> oh no, no, baby, play with my balls. Did anybody <laughs> play with them a little more? He looked stereotypically like Mario from Mario's Brothers, did he not? Did he ever make a Mario Brothers porn? He had to have. We got to research that to see if there was a Mario Brothers. Let's get that other tab. Yeah. Looking <laughs> just, just look up Mario Brothers. I don't know if Ron Jeremy was in it. Uh, Mario porn parody. <laughs> he had to have. There's no way. That was his calling. It was like uh, the guy who played in Star Trek. Super horny, oh, bro. <laughs> he was in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's hilarious. He was in oh, it. Oh, my God. 1993. Oh, my God. They were on top of this shit, man. Hold, hold on. No, wait. No, not that. I was wanting that to keep playing. Oh, fuck. Well, uh, it hadn't loaded up yet either way. Uh, so. But here we go. We'll pull it back up. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, okay, so the only other time that that much typecasting has been done to where, oh, it's playing now. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The only time that much typecasting has been done, Midnight Video presents. is when um, the guy from, uh, oh, pop ups, hit pause, just hit pause. <laughs> oh Jesus! Can you minimize that just in case somebody? <laughs> All right. So the only time that this kind of typecasting has done like wonders, like there's only one person that can play that part, yeah. would have been uh, whenever like the guy who played in Star Trek was. Everybody was like, "That's got to be Professor X and X Men." There's no way. What's his name? Uh, he's a he's a Sir something Sir. Uh. Stu- Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. So Can you say Patrick Stewart again. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> He's got to be kind of Sean Connery Patrick somewhere. Stewart. Uh, first Sean cousins, Connery's brother-in-law. Patrick, Patrick Stewart. No, that that's the only time that this has been a perfect like aha. When Patrick when Patrick Stewart was the. You know, Professor X. I remember when I was like in 93 when we were talking about X-Men. We're like, if they ever make a movie, it's got to be the guy from, you know, from Star Trek. He's He's got to be Professor X. And then, of course, they got him. Uh, but, dude, super horny, oh, brothers. We don't have to watch all of it. But if he ever looked like Mario, <laughs> the fact that this starts with like some super welcome. cool music. Welcome to the movie presentation. Sensual mu- movie presentation. 
Now, was this around the time as Mario Brothers, the movie? 1993. Yeah, yes. so this would have been right at the they same time. They were right time. on top of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Buck Adams. <laughs> Do you know, I was uh, I was just watching YouTube last night, and they're on a... Who's the boss? Mona died. Yeah, but do you know who the producer was during the first season? Who? Bud Weiser. So Bud Weiser would have been the boss, what you're saying. Yeah, I wonder if that was just like code for one of the other producers being drunk, and he was just saying, I'm in charge. Bud Weiser's in charge. But that was like the main producer (laughs) of the show in the credits, Bud Weiser. It's like, this is beer, our only sponsor. No, I was thinking it was one of them Lee Frost type deals. Like Ron a, like, Jeremy and TT Boy. Like K Fabe. Mario TT Boy is Luigi in this gimmick. Like how they said they used to make all the wrestling checks out to like K Fabe. Yeah. Who was it that Lawler said that like actually took one of those checks and cashed it? One of the big checks was Austin Idol. Yeah. <laughs> he legit cashed it too. Yeah. Wow, Horrible audio quality. Yeah, but this dream I had was unlike any dream I ever had before. You know that? In fact, there were no wet spots on the bed sheets. Kind of proves that. <laughs> <laughs> Good <laughs> lord, this is terrible. All right, we can't. Were you expecting Oscar quality? We can't just watch this. You know that, right? Did they at least have plumbing involved? All right, so they have horrible '90s stuff. We're skipping ahead here, and now they're in like red and green overalls. Oh, I guess they got shocked by something. Go easy on me, will you please? That's look at him. Look at him. He's struggling. Struggling. Oh Jesus. Which one's the princess? I don't know. They don't look either one of them doesn't look like a princess to me. <laughs> Let's see the big fight scene against Bowser. Oh, God, I hope it's not against Bowser. <laughs> King Koopa. This was Mario Brothers? <laughs> Either way. <laughs> I was trying to look for a good ending here. Like but- the climax? I think we've seen about five of them so far. <laughs> the end, or is it? I'm pretty sure. I love how like the end of like these back in the day, like these older videos were always like shots like this, where it was like clips, like how WWE used to do their WrestleManias. (laughs) 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 And like reintroduce them again. Yeah. Let's buck at them. They'd show like little, little clips and everything. What the hell, dude? I can't believe they did this. <laughs> yeah, they're just reshowing all the stuff. Super Hornio Brothers. Surely they didn't do two of these. Because at the end it says the end, or is it? Can you imagine me and the one guy that, that was just sitting there going, oh, eventually they're going to do another one of these, right? <laughs> I really enjoyed that I told one. Walmart I had something lined up, so I'm hoping we're going <laughs> to shoot another. Gosh. Uh, I don't even know what to say now. 
Not very much. Uh, Kitty Young, Young spelled Y U N G, was in here. In so movie. I cannot believe that they actually did that. Super Horneo Brothers and Super Horneo Brothers Two are two 1993 pornogra- pornographic pornographers. So that was pornographers. Not the, that was not the end. So they actually had a Super Horneo Brothers Two. In the same year. They probably Jesus. shot on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, hey, won't we end it with a cliffhanger? <laughs> we'll say we'll oh, release the next one like next month. The next one was like done and like they had all kinds of a budget. So they <laughs> <laughs> they actually had a CGI dragon. And he was shooting loads too. <laughs> I wonder if they have like what the best video game titled like porn replicas are. You know, they did one. It was like supposed to be like Pirates of the Caribbean. Called yeah. pirates. Yeah, didn't they have one that was just like Avatar? I think so. Yeah, you imagine like somebody told me like the I remember back when it came out. This was like back when Pirates of the Caribbean was first out, and they did the one called Pirates. They're like, it's like the most expensive porn ever shot. <laughs> it was at that point, really. Yeah, just at because that point, of all the 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 CGI the, and stuff. Well, that, but I think they had like all the get up, like was legit. They had a fucking battle or uh, Won't uh, you type in and see who the most expensive one that was ever shot? Now now I'm curious. Now my interest has been piqued as to as the most expensive adult film that has ever been shot. Like uh, Pirates, I wonder how much it cost. And so if Pirates is still up there, then it's gonna have, you know, a um it's still gonna be on there as like their their budget. You know, like you know what I mean? Like if it was like three, four million to shoot Look at that. Pirates, first one. Yeah, 2005. Most expensive. Ten movies that had the biggest, the biggest, uh, what was it? The biggest budgets. So, Conquest in 1997. I remember that one because <clears throat> that was Jenna Jameson. It was 150000 one of the first bu- big budget movies. Conquest utilized its capital to have scenes on actual <laughs> ships <laughs> with with a decent soundtrack. <laughs> but that was Jenna Jameson. All right, so that was so was that supposed to be like Contra? Because they spelled it kind of like Contra, the big C, but it's like pirates. Yeah, I, I wasn't really sure what they were going for. This is just big budget, crap, yeah, not parodies. And then the first two were Jenna Jameson films, right? Was that not who that is right there? It yeah, is. Flashpoint Flash. X. That was a backdraft parody. <laughs> yeah, so shitting on them not being parodies. 1998 would have been that one. And then Manhunters in 2006 with 250,000. What is this supposed to be? Uh, I don't know. CSI or something? Yeah, it looks like some kind of CSI like like crime fighter. And then Operation Desert Stormy in 2007. Hey, we know her or we know of her. I was like, "What? We know her?" Uh I guess that was supposed to be She's a pretty movie. famous now. Uh, Upload in 2007 had a budget of 350000 And I guess that was supposed to be like a... Alien? Is there a tornado outside? I don't know. I heard that too. It's supposed to be like an alien one. Uh, and then you have a... Looks like a Latin film here. Fashionatus. Latin. <laughs> um, Pirates is only in the like it's only third. It's the third one, and that there was that'd be number one, four. 
One million. Million bucks. One million for pirates. And Jesse Jane, Cameron, I don't know any of these people. What uninhibited in nineteen ninety five. What the fuck? So 1995, 1.2 million. You got to think that would have to be more than the, I'd be way more than a 2000. That's like 10 years worth of like, uh, what do they call it? Not interest. Inflation. Inflation. Yeah. (laughs) Inflation. (laughs) Inflation and fellatio in there. (laughs) 10 years of fellatio. And then 2008. So when people were saying like pirates was the biggest like budgeted porn ever. They were lying our asses off because ten years before that, uninhibited uh, was. Why was that one? So, I mean, somebody talked somebody into some shit with that movie because Buck Adams once again he was the producer. He's just bleed them dry, Adams. Well, not in that way. I'm talking in the <laughs> in the pocketbook way. That's what I meant. <laughs> he edited it down to an R rating. The movie was so well received, the channels like HBO picked it up after editing it down. <laughs> Damn, to an R rating. Following the lives of two detectives who were de- who were dealing with two powerful crime families, and they say the criminals had plenty of naked women around. <laughs> uh, Pirates two in two thousand eight in two thousand eight had an a eight million dollar budget, so that goes really big from one point two to eight million in just three years. Since Pirates was huge, Digital Playground went ahead with Pirates 2 giving the second one an even bigger budget. The movie was pretty much the same as the first one and did not (laughs) receive as much praise as the first. However, like the original, it had plenty of action, adventure, and sex. The pilot, uh, the plot, sorry, not the pilot, the plot uh, involved resurrecting the villain from the first movie, hunting for a Chinese empress pirate, and the lots of filthy sayings. (laughs) Jesus. There's that empress right there. Caligula. So they're categorizing that as a porn? I guess. $17.5 million in 1979. The makers decided to rehire real Hollywood actors, including Helen Mirren and Peter O'Toole, hence the extremely high budget. The film is based on the scandalous life of Roman Emperor Caligula and features orgy scenes amid action scenes. The movie was banned for a long time, Helen Mirren created quite a stir by agreeing to star in it. So why are they even throwing that one in there? I guess if because, they're like, "Oh, it's not even real porn." Huh? I don't know. That's that's a, good, that's a bit odd. How did we get here? <laughs> we got in a podcast hole. <laughs> we kind of got in a loop here. But yeah, I guess that's so. What pirates you call getting thrown for a loop. Pirates technically would have been one of the highest budgeted adult films, but I just remember people going, "That's the highest one ever." But 1995 was higher than that. Man. His ass was his ass was so good at editing. HBO was like, oh, we gotta get that. <laughs> uh, but no, man. What I was gonna get into before the break, I actually said this was, um, all right. So there's this video making the rounds, <laughs> and I want to play it for you if you hadn't seen it. Super Hunchio Brothers two? Or- no, 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 no. Have you seen this? We talked about Steven Siegel. Uh, Seagal? Yeah, Steven Seagal. Okay. Steven Flock of Seagulls. There's this video making the rounds on Facebook right now. Have you seen it? No. Okay. You have it for real? I've seen parts. I'm sure of what I'm talking about, it it was just titled Mm -hmm. Steven Seagal beating ass while bored. Yeah. So it's kind of that one. 
But, I mean, if this ain't a work, I don't know what is. I want you to see this. So, apparently, he's in, like, Russia, and he's doing, like, this seminar. And he's doing all this stuff, and the guys are, like, flipping and flopping around him. And look at him. He's just kind of like, eh. Oh, well. And he's doing this stuff. He's just barely moving, and the guy's, like, taking a tumble. And flying across the room. <laughs> so you think they had a booking meeting before this? There's no way if I take your wrist and move it around that... Look at yeah, that. I'm he short-arm clotheslined him. There's no way. At one point in this video, he like gives the, the, the old-fashioned like signal that I'm about to clothesline you. And then clotheslines him. He said, I want to kick his ass now. This He's bald. I don't like his face. This ain't the same video. No, it's not. This ain't the same video that I've seen. Um, but this is similar. You can tell this must have been further back. Okay, this was two years ago, or close to two years ago. So you can tell that he's not as big as he is now. But, uh, but yeah, all he's doing is, and, and they're, look, they're walking around right now. He grabbed him by the thumb and he took a roll. Heaven forbid the guy try to take a shot at him. That one, he didn't do anything. He just put his hand under his armpit and just kind of rolled him. Now, he whispered whenever he was running by. All right, do the flip. I wonder how much they paid him to do this. Russia? He's not he's paying nothing. He gets to pay the nothing. So, basically, his only hold is to grab the thumb of someone and just pull it down and pull it around until they flip. Phalange and wrist manipulation. <laughs> well, that brought me to this. Uh, there's a video online of Steven Seagal talking shit about like all the other actors that are martial artists in Hollywood. Yeah. All right. You got to see this. Apparently like he's a big time shit talker. This is him on Arsenio. Do you go watch the other guys? What do you think of Jeff Speakman or uh, Van Damme? You know, do you know Van Damme? No. Hey, uh, <laughs> You've heard of him. Look at this. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with him, Steven. Uh, what, what do you think of, of his work? As a martial artist first. <laughs> well, I mean, because like you guys go back to the martial arts world before you were movie stars, right? I mean, he was like a, a champion somewhere. And right. I mean, you. Well, I mean, I, I just promised all my mentors that I was going to be a good boy. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's a matter of opinion. That he was so you see how young he looks right here too, right? He's probably like forty-five. Yeah, he's still got a ponytail and hair still naturally yeah, black. I mean, you know, I'm not being catty or anything. I wish the guy all the best, but there are an awful lot of people who say that that's not true. How about Jeff Speakman? Nice guy, huh? Uh, Watch I mean, the crossover when they show the next video. Because uh, you know, it's like. A good he seems like a, a real good, a real good guy. This kid, I, I've never met him, but he seems like a good kid. Who's the most? Look at this. <laughs> okay. All right, hold up, hold up. So you go from that video from like the '80s where he's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know, you know." I'd rather not talk about that. I don't want to talk about those guys, you know. I promised my just, masters I would not. Die. And then you know, you cut to this video, and he looks like fucking Dracula. He's bloated. <laughs> he's like Elvis on his last on his last days. <laughs> Look at him. His hair is fake black, 
And it looks like the villain that finally got him was fucking Fatty Foods. He went into a wig store and was like, give me the best Eddie Munster getup that you have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got the Widow's Peak thing going. And it's like, like I said, it's like the <laughs> the villain that got him was Empanadas. <laughs> Those damn Empanadas, you know. It's like, I can, I can karate kick anything in the face, but fucking complex cobs, it's like, that's what gets me well, every gonna, time. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, that guy with that fucking taco truck always parks outside of my apartment. And I try to get to my Mercedes in peace, but I smell those fucking empanadas. So I break and his then, arm and I take a taco every time. <laughs> I've been to jail a couple of times. <laughs> so so that was him talking shit like in the 80s. Listen to how much his shit talk has went up now. Like, this is probably like... Well, to be fair, he really didn't have much <laughs> shit to talk at that point. Yeah. It was almost he was reserved because his movie career was going. Everything was yeah. going for him. Everything was going and good now, for him. Let's go to recent. Now, now we're looking at probably late 2000s. Or as uh, Thunderbolt Patterson was in the recently. Oh, he's sitting in that chair and it looks like the chair needs to be sitting on that him. That chair's screaming. <laughs> oh my gosh, he is huge. All right, here we go. Legitimate Hollywood tough guy, in your opinion. You accept it, of course. When you say tough guy, do you mean martial artist or just tough I mean, guy? I mean, Stephen, for real. If he was on the street and there was a situation, you wanted this Hollywood guy by Pause your it. side because he could defend himself. Uh, so when you age, <laughs> do your eyebrows thin too? Because he's gained... <laughs> It's like the hair from his eyebrows from the 90s yeah. went from his eyebrows to his head. His hair is blacker than the honky-tonk man's hair has ever but thought But he's about got being. more hair now yeah. than he did then, and his eyebrows left. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just noticed uh, that. He had big, thick eyebrows in the 90s, and it's almost like nothingness. Almost. And I don't think he has the ponytail anymore. I think it's just black hair that's slicked back. Uh, here we go. that hard to think of a legit one can you think of one michael jai white can i laugh in your face really <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know who the guy is he just said michael know. jai white he's uh one of the stunt coordinator guys that's supposed to be <clears throat> a legit like i don't know if he's a kickboxer or what kind of like maybe tai chi or some right. shit like that Tybo? I, I don't know. He's athletic. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Seagalling. I'm just, right. I've never heard of, man, Michael Jai White beat but the you, fuck out of that guy. But you, no, but I mean, you're saying like, you look at that guy and you, then you look at this guy who looks like your drunk uncle sitting there. <laughs> you think that's a tough guy? I can show you a tough guy. I expect the same shit out of my drunk uncle. So <laughs> I'm not surprised. No. <laughs> Probably has just the same amount of, look at that hair though. It's like not even greasy. It's shiny black. Like you can tell that's that is definitely hair dye. And you want to ask? Do y'all not have mirrors in your house? What <laughs> oh, the fuck? I judo kicked every mirror in my house. <laughs> it was pissing me off. Yes. Thoughts on Jean Claude Van Damme? Can I laugh in your face? Chuck Norris. I mean, Chuck is in his mid-70s. He's probably 76 years old. <laughs> He's four years younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your argument was Chuck's in his mid-70s, and like I said, he looks like he's sweating bacon grease right now. Well, yeah, he, he moved and everything when he said Chuck. <laughs> uh, well, Chuck's in his mid-70s, so... Uh, he raised his eyebrows. That takes a lot of uh, calories. He even like adjusted his ass in his seat. <laughs> he got legit scared yeah. from Chuck Norris. I'm scared now saying that name. <laughs> 
I'm 76 years old. Interesting. So I don't know. I don't. I, I've heard that he's not. You know. So I mean, I don't really want to get into on film anyway. After talking so much crap on film, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right? uh, you know, who's a tough guy? Uh, do I think Michael is a tough guy? No. Do I think he's a martial artist? No. Do I think Jean Claude's a tough guy or a martial artist? No. So, wait. He just basically said, "I don't want to refilm saying this." But do I think these guys are good? No, I don't think they're good. I don't think they're martial artists. <laughs> you know, to be a martial artist, you have to weigh 347 pounds. And you have to have black hair like I do. <laughs> you must concentrate on the phalanges and the wrist part <laughs> of, the, of the action. <laughs> of the, he's got to flip with you. There's no other yeah, way. Yeah, there's no other way. That's where I saw Jean-Claude Van Damme. Is that true he got in a fight with you? No. I, 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 it'd be like me squashing an ant. I don't remember where, I'm, I'm, I don't know if it was the Inquirer, but I remember reading something about that. Come on. You Larry? Oh, he said he did like a spinning double yeah, twist kick double or something. Kick. Oh, like one front of his... If he sees me, he runs. Well, he said that he whooped some Aikido ass or something. I don't know. Come on. <laughs> John claude Van Damme and his youth. And they're just showing pictures of him like doing these split kicks and stuff. Now, granted... That was him going like for his first meeting with uh, Goldman Sachs. Yeah, <laughs> my young guys got on roller skates. Now, if I was to look, and that was the end of it. If I was to look at like who I thought was the martial artist, like the one I'd be more afraid of, it would probably be Jean Claude Van Damme because he doesn't look like he's been eating nothing but candy apples for the last 10 years. <laughs> candy apples. Uh, you know, I only eat candy apples. That's what my diet consists of, that and just pure over-sugared Kool-Aid. It reminds me of the carnival when I was a kid, and that makes me happy thinking yeah, about when I was a kid. I was, my dentist bill is just outrageous. It's between that and blackhead eye. That's what I spend most of my funds on. I, I think he's a piece of shit, and uh, he's a really not cool guy. But I don't want to talk about that on film. <laughs> but but, do but I he's, think he's, he's really not a good guy, though. But, but do I think he's a piece of shit? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Maybe he had a bipolar break or something within that video. We had a long chat, me and you did, on uh, on text. It's like all the things that were more dangerous <laughs> than what we perceived uh, Steven, Seagal. Steven Seagal was now. It was like, I can't remember all of them. A lot of them were really dangerous things, but it's like, what would you rather do, fight Steven Seagal or fight Fat Elvis? Like, that was one of those things. It's like, who would you rather fight? Fat Elvis, like, out of his prime, or Steven Seagal now? Like, Fat Steven Seagal. Well, the thing about fighting Fat Elvis is, more than likely, he's drugged up. Yes, he's not going to feel it. So He's going to be like a zombie. Right, and he's not going to stop. Right. Where Steven Seagal, he's probably so much of... Uh, a loser uh, you know as far as right. like nobody probably would want to sell him any kind of drugs or anything so he's probably sober right so i'm just thinking on that notion alone i'd rather fight steven seagal over fat elvis well you know steven seagal's a cop too like he acts in like louisiana yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah that's where that show came from yeah i'd heard he was a he was like deputized or yeah, something. yeah he, uh, he just basically and that's the way he he rode with them guys. Right. Was he was just deputized, but right. I don't think he went to any kind of academy <laughs> no, or anything like that. He didn't. There's a uh, funny stand-up uh, named Tom Segura. He he does a great thing about that whole thing about you know like, um, you know about him coming in, 
And he's like, he's one of those guys that he always does that thing where he talks so much about things where he knows just enough to know nothing about a situation. <laughs> yeah. It's like where he's always bullshitting. But yeah, if you ever see that, that bit, it's hilarious. But yeah, I don't know, man. Fat Elvis, I feel like too, he'd probably get winded and go for his gun. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. He would thing. call uh, one of his Memphis mafia guys on the phone or something. Right. Then they'd come shoot you. Right. And I mean, I feel like. St- you know, I think Steven Seagal would bullshit you about having a posse or something. No. I don't need a posse. If you were going to fight Steven Seagal, would you not at least in the back of your mind just go, okay, this guy probably knows a few pressure points and stuff like that. Would that not play into your head a little bit? Like, let's not be like, oh, we'd fight him right now. Like, it would like, have to depend on the situation, to be honest with you. Right. If he texted me, if he just had my number, so it was like, <laughs> look, I'm in California. I'm coming right. to Tennessee in three days. Right. I'm going to kick your ass. Right. I would probably have time to think about all, oh, he might know some points and he might right. fuck me up with the Vulcan nerve pinch <laughs> or something, but I could do this. And, you know, I would still, well, fuck you. Yeah. If you want to come, I'll, I'll fight you, whatever. Yeah. If I just seen him at like McDonald's yeah. and he's the getting his, his, his 20 hit. cheeseburgers or whatever he eats, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Dude, he was like, well, fuck you, you know, you, 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 you trash. Yeah. I'll kick your little ass, blah, blah, blah. I would immediately rush him. I wouldn't care. Okay. Cause I, I wouldn't be, Oh, he might fuck me. No, fuck him. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I guess it still would be like a star-studded type thing. You know, it's kind of like when you see a wrestler on TV for so long that they make him look like he's the badass, and you, you probably think, I don't want to fight that guy. You know, even if he is, you know, twice my size, I don't want to fight <laughs> Steven Seagal, I don't think. But then you see that, and you're like, eh, I don't know, man. Those guys were flopping for him a lot. Oh, and, yeah, they were totally working yeah. with him. The video I saw on Facebook, they, they zoomed in on, like, some girls that were in the bleachers, and they were, like, laughing at him. Because, you know, it was like, yeah, yeah, I'll flip you here. Yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll take your thumb and turn you here. And it was like, there's no way he's he's beating these guys up. Like, and none he, of them's throwing punches. He looked so pissed off or, or so hollow while right. he was doing it. It's like, I've been doing this for 50 years. <laughs> this is some bullshit. I know all the steps. One, two, flip your thumb. One, right. two, Yeah, your brother. Come thumb. over here. Come, what? Yeah. Psh, psh, flip. Yeah. Hey, Short you need to get up line. next time. Get yeah. up a little more next time. It yeah. looked like shit. Short arm clothesline. There you go. We'll flip you over here. Every time they run by him, he's whispering <laughs> what, what else to do. A, A7, he's got codes or something. <laughs> A2. I will say that I was entertained one time by that. There was that movie with, with him and DMX. Which is a weird thing to say. I think exit wounds or something yeah. like that. I'd forgot that. The exists. funniest part, the funniest part on there, that was like right at the cusp of him getting fat. There was a funny part where it's like nine guys were trying to break into his truck because you know that's how they do it. You know, because you always want to split a truck nine ways. Oh <laughs> yeah, split that CD player nine ways. And and the guys were trying to break in. He's like, "What are you guys doing?" He's like, "I'm." They're like, "Get away, old man!" or something like that. He's like. That ain't your truck, is it? He's like, yeah, this is my truck. I locked my keys in, and he pulls up his keys, and he hits the key fob to lock the doors and unlock it. I was like, that's pretty funny. And then he breaks, of course, like two of their arms or whatever, and they run away. With a little wrist flip? Yeah, yeah. Uh, But that whole Google search brought me to another video that I was like, am I really watching this shit? And I want you to read the title there. Oh, my. Mac. Mac? Mac? Hold on. <laughs> what, what was Mike doing? What was Mike doing? He over there, Mike. 
Hi, Mike. That was Mike Tyson. Oh, Mike. And Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, as you say. Steven Seagal. Oh, Steven Seagal, Mike. <laughs> that is a funny thing to hear Southern people say the name Mike. Mike. It's like, how did you put an A in there? There's no A in Mike. 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 Is that Mike? That's Mike. Hey, Mike. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and read it again <laughs> correctly this time, asshole. <laughs> I said Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson and Steven Seagal fight scene. So Mike Tyson versus Steven Seagal. Seagal. <laughs> Seagal. Coaching me on my mic. Mike. Mike Tyson and Steven Seagal in fight scene. Good community. <laughs> like fucking E-haw in here. Oh Jesus! No, I don't that's see something we gotta we gotta tackle. Hee haw, mm. sometime, dude. Hee haw. I think I got my first boner watching hee haw. <laughs> Roy Roy Clark. <laughs> no, there was like so many half naked women on that show. <laughs> he just played the banjo so well, it just popped right up. Mm-mm. All right, here we go. And girls in that pasture. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's Mike. Mike Tyson. Here we go. Back to my country. So, Let me tell you, the sunshine, the brightness, the sand, everything. You can tell this is recent. And I don't know what scene this is, but Mike is sitting there talking to this like Italian guy, and in comes walking <laughs> Steven Seagal. This is in China. Uh, struggling to walk down the stairs. <laughs> He's struggling. Now, you know you're out of shape when getting out of breath going down the stairs. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Dude, I've been fat for all my life And going upstairs, yes, that is a struggle Downstairs, I've never been winded At that point, it's just gravity And you're just trying not to fall but Trying to keep them feet up Yeah, under. just that's all you're trying to do But this scene starts out as Mike Tyson's talking to this guy And uh, I'm trying who, to who, Who's admittingly Italian you Oh yeah, oh yeah just by your standards. And Steven Zagull's coming down the stairs, and I, he's supposed to be, I guess, the Is that bag stone guy. cold? Is that cold there stone? So. Hey, Michael, how are you? Good, good, good. This is Kabat. I don't think he's Italian, Richard. Thanks. I don't drink. Mike saying he don't drink. Men of the Mentulu kingdom used to be warriors who could hold their drinks. And the alcohol prohibition is forced on you by this country. I do not drink. God, this is so bad. Why is he talking with an accent? Who? Mike Tyson. He's like, I do not drink. I think this is a scene from something. So he's supposed to be somebody other than Mike Tyson. No, no, no. He's supposed to be Mike Tyson. Then why is he talking like this? I I don't know. Uh, well, come on, let's go watch it. I was trying to see if this was like a real scene from something, like not a real scene, but like you know how like they not did one of the, those internet made up, like no no, uh, no, no, like they redid a scene from another movie. You know what I mean? Like you remember how like South Park did the cripple fight? It was supposed to be yeah from They Live. Yeah, I don't know if this has been taken from something. The rule here is that. Can't live until you drink. Mike looks Why? old as a motherfucker, doesn't he? He's worried that you will report him to authorities for selling alcohol. Well, I will not put him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike said, report. It's a report. He said, port him. Oh, Mike gonna port him. <laughs> ah, Mike. Mike gonna port him. I'll be damned. <laughs> oh. 
God, Mike Tyson, he looks old, but he looks like he's in pretty good shape, does he not? I wouldn't fight him. No, hell no. I'd definitely not fight Mike Tyson. Ugh. I would stick to my fate. He is putting on some kind of like mm. Bruce Lee type accent. So they got a guy in the back that Steven Zagal just put pointed at, and he turns around. And it looks like he's pissing in a glass. And Mike Tyson gets up to leave, and this big motherfucker goes over and puts his hand on him and pushes him, like kind of sets him back down. That was Luke Gallows, wasn't it? It looks like a Go guy. Alcohol and drink this. And he sets the piss down in front of Mike. Tries to put it in his face. Mike whips his hand around. I must say, I appreciate the offer, my friend. But the rules are rules. I do not drink. A big Mike Tyson uppercut. He flies 30 yards backwards through a table. Sean Connery. And now all the villagers are leaving. The... And now, oh man, now it's looking bad for Mike Tyson because all these people are around him. Dude, I'd be so scared to fight Mike Tyson still. Good lord. Never know if he's coked up or not. Nah, dude, that's just, that's a beast, man. I imagine there's still a lot of power in those hands. Oh, yeah. Look, he just uppercutted a barrel. <laughs> and it, it exploded. <laughs> and apparently he knows invincible armor technique. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely a parody. Oh, he's going to beat up that girl. They're going to make it seem like Steven Seagal could go one-on-one with Mac. Grab his wrist. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bunch of assholes. Get the fuck out of here, all of you. <laughs> Talking to the the mob that he employs. He just punched him in the nose, and Steven Seagal's nose didn't break. There's the wrist thing. There's that movie. He's telling the fight court. No, no, no. This is how we really do it. And they, they keep cutting away on all these scenes. And it's like, you know, it's somebody else. He flicked his ear. Which hurt him more than anything yeah. that he had done at that point. <laughs> Aborted him in the head. Huh, how dare they? How dare they say anything I bet this about was like an Oscar winner in China or something. Apparently Mike Tyson just barely grazes your nose when he fights. Or Steven Seagal doesn't want to move too much. He's like, just flick the camera. This would be like where it. the fight ended. Serve me pee or die. Serve me pee, you die. Let's go. Motherfucker, you drink piss. <laughs> I don't know if that was in a movie or not, but that was pretty much it. Like, and I can't believe Steven Seagal's um, ego let him lose to his Mike. back was turned. 
He didn't take that bump. <laughs> that's yeah, why it was. Showed, that's why it was shot like they that. They never showed Stuart. It You're, never exactly. showed him taking a bump. It never showed. Even when Mike was hitting him, it was like a nose flick. Right. It was a camera trick. He never took a bump for Mike Tyson. Huh. Well, we just had to cut out like a good what ten minutes worth of material there. Uh, took a turn. Yeah, I mean, it took a turn for the worst. And I mean, I feel like you're a little ornery this week, like a little, a little easily angered. I am, is but it, whenever I'm shown pictures like, is that, it is it the just, diet? Is it the diet? Well, it's not only that. It's just I was messing around with you about the, say it about fourteen more times. It's still funny, you know. It's like, what's wrong, dude? You legit said that one My, word. Like I, I said, um, it's hilarious. Higher power, horror power, like twice. You know, yeah, you already did that joke. You completely when did I do cut, that? It was a long time ago, but I still remember <laughs> it. But you say that one thing like 50 times. Mike. And it's okay. It's Mike. But I call you out and I'm being honorary. No. Come on. I mean, there was just certain things that you didn't want to talk about. We talked about at the break. And you were like, oh, you're an asshole for not believing this. I just <laughs> I said like, I you, say that. you don't want to ever accept like stuff like that. You're always very, I don't know. If I'm if I'm like done research and this and this, you're like, where'd you find that research? If I said the well, library, yeah, I mean, you'd be like, oh, that's bullshit. No, Somebody had to write that book. I, was, I mean, <laughs> goddamn, you and my dad are like one and the same in that. Aspect. Oh, you've already started comparing me to your dad now. That's no, great. you and him would be would be great. But I tell you what, <laughs> I think like this diet is getting you messed up. The one thing the where you guys would clash to where how many times have you been to the doctor? Say. This year, yeah, I've been a couple times. How many times did you go last year? Just roundabout. I don't have a clue. Come on, give me a guess. Maybe fifteen at max. Fifteen times to the doctor? Man, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm just guessing. Okay, what what do you want me to say here? My mom, Mr. Told Henry. Me, my mom told me this week. She said, "I was just thinking about it the other day. Do you know how many times your father has been to the doctor since you've been born?" <laughs> Since you've been born I said No <laughs> He didn't even go in then I can't imagine You know Are you That's talking how about they get you Frida And she said He has been to the doctor One time Since you've been born And that was to get a cyst Cut off his back <laughs> And the only, way, the only way That that happened Was his mama Made him go Made him <laughs> And she said That was when you were a baby And ever since then He's never went, so you guys, he would, but that WD-40 doesn't look so bad now, does it? <laughs> Something's working with that. Either uh, that or you're ignoring a lot of health problems. That, that, that article that we read was complete bullshit. Uh, one time. So, but anyways, yeah. That is crazy. He's only been one time, and that his mom had to make him go. Yeah. My papa, while he was still alive, he told my mom, yeah, Ophie asked him, you know, nicely a couple of times. He didn't say nothing. Ophie wasn't nice no more. Either way, Ray J's going to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Does he just not like going? Is it like a fear of like getting shots or something? He's he's one of them guys. It's a weakness. You're weak if you have to go to the doctor. If you cannot heal yourself and know how to eat the right stuff and not eat the wrong things and put shit in your body. You know what I mean? Yeah. He sees, he sees it as a weakness <laughs> and like, I'm talking about 
try to tell the guy that you love him. Try to, right. you know, if you've ever had a, you know, it's 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 a hard cookie to crumble with him, or a hard uh, egg to crack yeah. with him. It's it's different, you know. And being someone who goes to the doctor maybe once every five years, you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm a pussy. <laughs> you go to them damn doctors. You like just give me shit. Them fucking pill pushers tell them to give me. Now I agree pill. that there are sometimes like when I when I had back problems that I had people that were like you go to the doctor and they'd be like, hey, have a pill. It's like after a while you're like, I don't want a pill. I want you to fix it. You know, right? I I get that, but yes, there's sometimes you just can't fix yourself. It's been working for him. <laughs> I feel like he probably has a lot of problems. He just don't tell anybody about. Sooner or later, after thirty six years, yeah, it's already lapsed, and then it started over again. <laughs> Your issues has lapped themselves. They've like, lapsed, yeah. and then like, they start over. <laughs> like, this whole life is full circle, Richard. Yeah, uh, everything's full circle. But no, I mean, I don't think that me and your dad are too much alike. It's just I don't know. You, you, you. I, I don't know. I just, I'm very, op, I'm very pessimistic. I guess don't. I'm not pessimistic. I'm very. You're an optimist outlooker. You yes. don't want to see the 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 evilness in things. Yes, and I don't really always just believe you know one or two articles. You know what I mean? Like I have to see a lot of it. You know what I mean? And I guess that's part of mine. That was the whole thing with last week when we were talking about the Momo thing too. It's like. You know, just because an article says it, you know, doesn't mean that I'm going to necessarily believe it. In fact, the whole like, all right. So just for instance, last week, Jason Witten said he was coming out of retirement to go back to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And when I saw that article, I was like, I didn't believe it at first. I was like, oh, whatever. I saw because I seen a similar similar article during the middle of the year. I was like, okay, they're just doing this bullshit again. And then I had to actually see it from multiple sources before I was like, okay, yeah. All right. He's really going back. So he's dropping the Monday night football thing and going back to football, which is I figured fine. he was too old by now. No, I mean, I mean, you can play as long as you want to. There's no age I know, limit, but, but just that perception of the people and the teams and the right. owners, how much money we're going to invest in this guy. Right. I mean, I don't know. He's going back, though. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm very skeptical when it comes to hearing things on the Internet. You know? uh, there's certain things that I do believe – and then I can see a few articles and be like, okay. But even if I believe it, I'd still have to see like maybe two or three articles on it that are what I would consider reputable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the WD-40 thing, I think we looked it up on some kind of medical site. Mm -hmm. I can kind of believe that, that doesn't do anything for you, which I got an email uh, the other day. Where somebody wrote, "You really, y'all really shut down that whole WD-40 thing pretty quickly. Did you ever tell your dad about that? Oh, no, I'd never tell him. Never do that. He called me a dumbass. And Could you please get some recording of him and talking to him for the show? I'll try. It's it's hard. <laughs> he pats me down every time I go over there. Really? Oh, yeah. Just, I could be bringing weapons in the house. You never know. <laughs> I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> I might be working Freedom, for the I think agents. somebody's slipping penicillin in my, my coffee every morning. <laughs> Is that boy wearing a wire? <laughs> Is he wearing a wire? You're slipping penicillin in his coffee. See, I used to not be sick like this. <laughs> now I'm sick all the time. Oh, it ain't man. age, is it? No, no. It's That boy just brought his... So, wait, so where does he stand on vaccinations and stuff? I'm more than positive that if they weren't 
pushed, he wouldn't have anything to do with them, probably. Really? I mean, just the fact that he probably received them when he was a kid and he don't remember, that's a good thing. (laughs) Because if he did remember, he would probably still be pissed. I would Really? He's one of them. We got to talk to him sometime, man. It's it's a it's a doozy. We should just call him. <laughs> it don't work that way. Uh, you don't have a phone. Don't believe in him. Well, it's not that he's not going to openly talk with you about stuff. He doesn't. He thinks that's a weakness. He's not letting you in. <laughs> it's like so. If you said, "Hey, what do you think about think about doctors?" What would he say? He knows what I, I. He knows that I know what he thinks. No, no, no. What if I ask him? What if I call? What if we called him up and I was like, "Hey, what? What do you think about doctors? What would he say?" He'd probably just tell you they're all a bunch of. You'd have to beep it, but <laughs> hold on. and then hold on. Let that'd me get be the, it. Let me get. The, they're all a bunch of. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Fat. <laughs> they're good beeping. I didn't know what, you got to lead up to it. You, <laughs> they're all a bunch of. You can't just be like, "Oh, the word." You want the word right now? <laughs> So they're all a bunch of And they just want your money. Oh, sorry. And their mother's a Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> He'd okay. get into a spill like that, and then after it was all said and done, you would know why you cannot grow cotton <laughs> in your backyard. You cannot grow that unless the state of Tennessee knows your Really? Body. Yeah. It's, some, it's bullshit. There's an allotment number that you have to have from the government. Huh. So you can't just grow that shit like in your side yard for your wife or whatever. Never knew that. Yeah, There's a, an actual law against that. Yeah, he's told me at least 500 times well, let's in the look past it, Let's five look it years. up real quick because just see if there's a real law. Have you looked it up? I have not, but he listens to enough talk radio and just, enough of them I've got to know radio now. politicians. I've got to know, is it illegal to grow cotton in your... You've got the keyboard, so you have to actually type it in. Is it illegal to grow cotton... In your side yard. <laughs> I illegal, guess illegal, illegal. It don't matter. Oh, shit. Okay, so you can never talk to me about spelling things. <laughs> Is it illegal? <laughs> Is it Stephen illegal? It'll get to grow your, cotton. Oh, damn. They got all kind of shit up there. Well, that's just asking in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, I got to know, is is it illegal to grow cotton in Tennessee? Like, current legislation. I feel like this is going to be a long, drawn-out thing. Probably is. Although cotton is... Ex- okay, I'm looking at that first line that says, as soon as dogwoods begin blooming and crappies start biting... <laughs> <laughs> I don't really I, automatically. I don't trust this document. <laughs> I feel like Mike wrote it. Well, it's on Tennessee dot education, so yeah, it's a government site, so it's probably bullshit. Okay, so it's more of a bow weevil thing. You're attracting bow weevils. Okay, so it's not a fact that you know they just don't want you to grow cotton because then you'll be able to make your own. I assume that if you have that allotment number, you've already passed all the tests that they're confident that you are a business person and you're not going to attract all them insects. You know what I mean? Okay, so why must I contact? So it's not illegal. You just have to contact them. 
uh, mom must I contact the Tennessee Department of Agriculture before growing cotton in my garden. The lack of boll weevils uh, within the region is considered to be an asset to every cotton producer because of their investment. Jesus, can we get... Although the risk of an infestation is currently considered low, boll weevils have not been eradicated from the lower Rio Grande Valley of South Texas. Numerous methods of transportation could serve as vectors. Therefore, the threat of reinfestation must be taken seriously. Due to the potential for the pest to produce at such a fast rate, reestablishment could occur in a short time. All right, so basically, the reason why it's illegal is because if you, it's not really illegal. Yeah, it is illegal. Uh, the reason why is because in order to go cotton, that you have to go through these certain things to keep your fields bow weevil free. Yeah. And the bow weevils can destroy it. It's kind of like when you're bringing back, like if you ever go overseas or go over to like through customs, uh, like if you go to Mexico and come back and they'll go, did you bring any fruit with you? Yeah. And he's like, yes, you better dump that shit right there. You can't bring it back in. Right. It's illegal. I mean, like, and we didn't know that until we brought a coconut back one time. We had a coconut and at customs, they were like, did you bring any fruit? And we're like, yep. All right, drop it right there. <laughs> like, okay, we can't have that? Nope. Uh, apparently, there are certain diseases and certain things that can be brought back can ruin crops, so it's illegal to have that. So, yep. So that's why. It's not really a, we don't want you doing it because you'll be able to make your own thread type of thing. It's, we got to regulate who makes it that way. That makes sense. Well, in his mind, I mean, it's illegal no matter which way yeah. you look at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So but I mean, can't be erratic, you know, uh, attracting them bow weevils. What if you told him that? What if you said, "This is why it's illegal, Dad." He said, "Well, goddamn, I knew that." <laughs> he didn't care about the bow weevils. No, he'll say he knew that. That's why he's not going to admit that he didn't know. Yeah, but I'm I sure mean, he does know. If he does, if he does know about the bow weevils, uh, what would he say? Would he just downplay it like it wasn't really a big problem? Well, no. I mean, he he would agree. The bow evil infestation wouldn't be good. But he wouldn't understand why you couldn't grow it. See, that's what I'm... So you could never catch him in like something, could you? He's You're saying he's slippery. He's like a bow evil himself. Yeah. he's, he's You're not going to get the <laughs> upper hand on him. In the end, you're the asshole. Yeah. And always. In the end, you <laughs> are the asshole. He write that in your like, birthday cards. <laughs> Up until I was 10, then it was no more birthday cards. And then it was, hey, you need to get up and get you a damn job. Hey, you need to cut the yard this morning. <laughs> That's my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Get up and cut the yard this morning. He didn't believe in birthdays? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, as far as I know, whatever, but my mom did. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go see that man that your mama knows about a job up there at the factory. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what he said. Ugh. Gotta love him. He's yeah. old school. He is a he is a piece. He is an old relic of the past. <laughs> Whenever you go over there, it's like going back to nineteen fifties, man. Yeah. It's it's Does he event. have the old oven? Yes. The old, Gas stove. Nineteen fifties oven. Yep. It's it's trippy. It's cool. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. If you wanna go back and see some of our archives, you can go back and listen. Um, on the same way you're listening now, just go back and listen to some of our older interviews and older shows and if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or give us a call, Josh, how do they do that? On Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, go into your search bar, type in Pop Poncho, and you're bound to see our picture. And our number, if you want to call us and tell us how good 
slash bad or give us some suggestions or whatever. If we hurt your feelings, call us. Let us know about it. We may call and curse you out. We're gonna- we are at 731-300-6675. And we're going to be gearing up to record a lot of shows here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, because there's going to be a two-week absence on my part. You're going to be a rambling man. I'm going to be cruising and sailing the seas. I'm going to go on a cruise at the end of this month. So so you're recreating pirates? Yes. <laughs> how, how big of a budget do you have? <laughs> a couple grand. Oh, well, you ain't going to be doing shit. No. <laughs> I'm just going to be eating a lot. Are we talking couple grand 1997 money? Yeah, or? there you go. No. <laughs> uh, so we'll be doing a lot of shows on and trying to cover some topics, and hopefully when we get done... With those shows, we'll have some big news for you regarding this show and maybe another one that we might be doing. Uh, hopefully that news will come up pretty soon. Uh, so that's what we're looking forward to in the next couple of weeks. So probably won't hear anything close to live for quite a while uh, until 1st of April, right? I, I guess that's when you're going to be back. Yeah. It's around the 1st. Yeah, so 1st of April we'll be doing those shows and possibly doing some more shows here and there, hit or miss. Uh, maybe doing some Skype shows and stuff like that where me and Josh can do some shows over Skype. So just be paying attention to P3 Radio's page here and all of our media outlets, and we'll keep you up to date on that. But for now, it's going to do it for us. For Josh Brawley, this is Rich Mulligan saying thanks and good night.